This, 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 this is mythical. Earbiscus is supported by DoorDash. I'm keeping less alcoholic beverages in my house um, lately. I'm kind of on that swing of the pendulum. Okay. But I will say, there's times when when you wanna crack open an adult beverage. Yes, it happens. Sometimes amongst friends, sometimes alone. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't I, wanna get into the details. I recommend with friends. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, Here's to alcohol deliveries with DoorDash. Whether you're hosting, sending a congratulatory gift, or just staying in to chill with a cold one, DoorDash is an easy call. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. They have it all, beer, wine, mixers, and for those that don't drink, mocktails and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code Ear. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening, any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, the podcast where two lifelong friends talk about life for a long time. I'm Rhett. And I'm Link. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're in the month of December in the year 2022, so it's time to start reflecting, you know, on our activities. And what's one of the most important activities that we do? Bye, stuff. <laughs> no, I just. Well, this has become a tradition. It's just become a tradition. It's kind of fun. It's a good way to look back at our year to just uh, to look at, look at our uh, Amazon purchase histories. It's, I think this is at least third year we've done it in a row. Who knows what comes from it? It's a good way to reflect, hmm. not to just brag on. I mean, you can see a lot of you. You will see some of this. Some of the stuff brag. that I bought is not. It's not braggy. It's uh, it's uh, it just it kind of highlights a lot that I've gone through this year. Specifically, and, like trying to get my dog to not poop in the house. Oh, well, oh, <laughs> like so. You know what? That reminds me. Oh, you just you're adding something to your list. So we each have our own list. We haven't shared it with each other. We're going to share it with you at the same time because this is real. These conversations are real. They're not rehearsed. It's the um, first time we've ever talked about these things. Wouldn't it suck if for every episode we had to like rehearse the episode and then redo it? That would be so weird. Especially if you found out that's what we were doing. Some people do that. Well, yeah. Some people who, do, who just do a podcast, you know? But, but we, we have found I, I a way. Not. We We have found a way to do the, um, and the, I mean, actually, it ties in well with the reason we're doing this episode because when you do a podcast that's basically every week of the year with a, maybe a couple breaks and you do other things, when you come up with something that fills a spot in the schedule, like, hey, we talked about our Amazon purchases last year, that went well, let's do that again. Yeah. You always go back to it. I mean, in one sense, Unless you're doing you don't it like convenience. So you can hashtag Ear Biscuits and let us know if if this should be the last year we talk about our Amazon purchases, but we would love a suggestion for a replacement episode. 188-EARPOD1. If, if you wanna like yell at us about but it. But why would you replace it when we can start with something very exciting right out of the gate? Like my most recent, recent purchase. Yeah, recent? What is it? Measuring spoons. Oh, look out. Watch it. You don't you you haven't had measuring spoons? 
We did have a bunch of measuring spoons, but it suddenly got whittled down to just one, the tablespoon. And yeah, I and, find and myself- when you want to measure like a cup, oh, how many tablespoons do you need well, a no, cup? It's not, it's not the larger than tablespoon measurements that are a problem because I still have like a, you know, like a Pyrex cup measuring kind of thing. It's the teaspoons and, and the half tablespoons. Of course, you know, I'd have zero need for these things. So like, I'm just like, uh, well, interesting. We have them, but I don't use them. Well, of course, you don't bake. But I mean, if we run out of spoons, it's not, I might eat with one. But here's the thing: it's not for baking because I don't really bake. It's for supplements and smoothie type things, <laughs> right? Because okay, I I've been doing a number of things like uh, I put. Hey, this doesn't make it taste good, but I put olive oil, straight olive oil in my smoothie. Really? Long story, I'll probably talk about it at some point, but I did this like program where they like test your blood and. Uh, oh, a long story that ends in you just putting olive oil in your smoothie? Let's stop every, I wanna hear that <laughs> right now. <laughs> it, it, it essentially is, a, and because you know what, I think they should be a sponsor at some point, so I'm not gonna say who it was, but basically oh. they do a blood test and then it gives you all these biomarkers and then it gives you lifestyle changes and nutritional changes in order to address some of your deficiencies or whatever. And so I've got like high LDL. And so one of the ways to lower that and maybe some other things that are wrong with me would be is more omega-3s. You can get that in olive oil. So it was just like oh. add two t tablespoons of olive oil to your, to your diet every day, you know? Hmm. So I was like, okay. I'll do that, and the only, and I cook with olive oil, but I also put it in my smoothie now, because why not, right? But you, you didn't get it have all the right there. spoon. Well, but then I also uh, I take creatine every day, and so that's supposed to be like a five hundred gram, which is approximately two teaspoons, which is approximately two thirds of a tablespoon. You so, you take, you know, I I I do think we have to have an at least a part of an episode where you go through all this stuff that you're taking because I don't I don't like to think about this stuff and I think there's some of it that I might need to be taking. And I'm just like, you take so much, I would just like for you to step through it and why. But I don't want you to do it right now because well, uh, you know well, I'm in holiday mode. Well, let me just say also that there are much better podcasts for That's going true. through the supplements that you should be taking. But I can give you my rationale at some point, which is just going to be a, a, a more listening watered, to another podcast, watered down rationale of another okay. podcast. All right. Um, but so I've got this tablespoon has become like me, like eyeballing what a third and what two thirds of the, this is just not. It's not working for me. And also, I'm like, what happened to that thing? At one point, we had like the whole keychain of measuring spoons, and then it just we it, it, once they separated, it was like they all went into different places in the house, and now all I got is a tablespoon. So. Mm -hmm. I feel somewhat recentered because that has come and now I have the whole thing. Let me make you feel better because I know you like you you chalk this up to like your your family's MO of like you guys lose things and your drawers are chaos. You know, yeah. I you know, I open any drawer in our house and it's and it's just it is so perfect. I love I love it. And I love that Christy and I are the same, but I'll make you feel um, better, or at least, I don't know what it will do, but I will tell you, I have noticed that our main spoons, they've been disappearing. Like, 
I actually had a conversation with Christy a couple weeks ago. I was like, where, where are our spoons? Like the normal spoons, the ones that I use for everything. And she's like, I don't know, but I have been noticing that they're dwindling. I was like, I think we need to buy more spoons. Mm. And then it, it kind of like kid issue. He kind of came down to Lincoln. It's got to be. I was going to say it's like, Lincoln. I think he's he, he like he's. I think he's throwing away the spoons because he takes he takes all these dishes to his room, and then I've learned whenever I'm about to run the dishwasher, I I've I've developed this habit right before I hit start on that puppy. I usually do it late at night, like right before I go to bed. Nothing makes me happier than waking up to like clean dishes in the dishwasher. Well, a lot of things make me happy. <laughs> and a lot of things- But nothing like that. <laughs> nothing like that. So I've started going, like making the trip into his bedroom and just like scouring the place for bowls and spoons. Yeah. But apparently, uh, like, like a rat nest. There's gonna be like some nest somewhere that's just like made out of spoons in his room that I haven't found yet. Well, that's definitely what's happening. Is he like, does he grab a spoonful of peanut butter and like walk to his room? He eats, from what I can tell, what's left in the bowl, it's ramen. He's eating ramen with a spoon? I think he has a fork and a spoon. Okay, well we need to talk to him about that first of all. Um, since you're start, you want me to move on? Since you're starting with your most like recent purchase, I'll start with ours. And pretty much all of these are mine, except this one is a collective one, but I I did approve it. Because Christy knew that, I think she knew that like it could lead to some sort of a conflict. Vickerman, seven and a half foot tall, silver, tinsel, fur, artificial Christmas tree, unlit, faux silver. She was like, I'm gonna get another Christmas tree. Um, do you want a, a gold one, a silver one? Or I think she was like, it also comes in orange. I'm like, what the hell? I don't want a damn orange Christmas tree. She was like, well, I'm just throwing it out there. Your mom's coming in for Christmas this year. Maybe bronze. And uh, we got, I, want, I, want some, I want it to be as festive as possible. I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea, and I don't have an opinion on this. If where, you want to so go, where's with, the, apparently the Christmas she chose tree is where right now? Usually, um, well, it's in the garage at the creative house because no, no, no. I'm saying when you this in is, a box. you're gonna have one in the living room and one in the like family area. Is that the plan? Yeah, I think there's like maybe maybe it'll be in like the foyer, the entrance, you know, and then just we have one across from the piano in like the main room when you first walk in the house. That's where we put it. And we have to like shimmy a bunch of trees around, you know, Christy and her like plants and trees. All that has to, there's like a whole musical chairs of like, we gotta move this tree in order to put the Christmas tree here. And then we gotta move, move what, and so then the tree goes where the big plant is and then the big plant goes where the smaller plant is. I, I have to move eight different things in, its, in a strategic round robin yeah. in order to make room for the Christmas tree. And now I think we're putting another one in the back. You've opened, just so you understand, you have opened a door to a I place know. that I would never wanna go. Yeah. My wife tries to get me to go there all the time. Multiple trees. I don't understand why, right. and I don't wanna sound like a, you know, like a guy from uh, like 1986 comedian <laughs> complaining about his wife. Uh, <laughs> 
So just take this with a grain of salt. Um, but I just feel like my wife. Say Jesse. Let's start doing that, first of all. Why? Because the my wife thing in 2023 no, but got I'm, to stop. But I'm playing the guy from 1986 right now. Okay. My wife, Jesse. Is that a good compromise? For this year, yeah. I'm also doing it so that when you ex I, I export it. clips, you know that I'm talking about my wife and not, and who's Jesse? I could be talking about Jesse Helms. Remember him? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> not real, yes. Um, so. North Carolina Senator. Um, Let's leave it at that. I appreciate, first of all, I mean, she is so, and both of our wives, so very much skilled at making a space so welcoming. If it's supposed to be festive, it's gonna be festive in a tasteful and compelling way that makes everyone who comes over to your house feel great, makes you feel great when you're in the space. But for some reason, I can't accept the extra effort and inconvenience that comes from the decorative process. So when you because you, you know talk it's going it's going to be on you and a second tree. I know, dude. That's why she asked That's twice. Me. The Christy was asking me what color it should be, but I think she was really just giving fair warning. There's a whole other tree. We are one. We are. Oh, she manipulated. We you are by asking you what the color wrong it question. Be. Yeah. Yeah. And and she threw the mom card. Your mom's coming in this year. Your and mom I was like, loves yeah. trees. Yeah, we need to do it up for my mom. But yeah, this is going to be on, on me. So you you fell for it immediately. I, I mean, I would. I'm it. not saying I would. I would have gone along with it. I fell for but it. But I would have acknowledged that I was being manipulated. And you, the the thing I didn't do, and I didn't realize it until I freaking read it out loud. What? Which of these words is the trigger word? Seven feet. Actually, no. Unlit. Unfreaking lit. What the hell, Christy? My wife. What are you doing buying the unlit tree? I think I have to go. I have to click right now, cancel this order, and then reorder a lit freaking silver tree. Did you not discuss that part? I I totally forgot, because that was the big breakthrough. Was like we bought the lit tree, well, and now because you know me, the, man, I bought a lit God tree one time, and we it. still had to put more lights on it because part of it didn't work. <laughs> so I mean, that's it. And we can't even store it at my house. Like I got to go over to the creative house garage. Get the tree that we bought a couple of years ago because it won't fit in my garage without being seen, and I refuse to have things stored that are seen. Yep, don't even get into it. That are seen. I like things. I have freaking cabinets, and oh. everything's behind a freaking cabinet. Okay. I gotta freaking like this tree. All right. Well, I feel for you. We do have four trees in our house. I will say that already, but <laughs> there's only one that's like normal sized. I think. I, you know what? The and other was, three are small. I was getting excited. I almost said. So I have fallen victim and, to this. And we're going to get a live tree again this year. Yeah, and we get a live My tree. My mom's every coming. Year. Yeah, one live tree and then three small fake trees. Yeah. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's just a runaround. How about this one? Try this on for size. Uh, coarse sea salt. Coarse sea salt. Now, is this for bathing? So, no, but some of these purchases. This is like a scrub. I actually. Noticed in looking at my list of purchases this year, which were, uh, I mean, most of them are not. I have a couple of big ticket items. Okay, but the most of them, most of them are like coarse sea salt, which probably costs ten bucks. A big thing of it is based on something that I learned, a lesson that I learned 
that now I am applying in life. Well, can I guess? So you said it wasn't a scrub. Does it go in your mouth still? You're not gonna guess it. Of course. I could give you an hour and you wouldn't get to it. it. Is it for cleaning? Because that's that's what I would use it for. Okay, yes, but do you know what it's for cleaning? What it's for clean? What it's cleaning, what it cleans, um, what I use it for. Uh, cement stains? <laughs> no. In your driveway? No. Um, I'm not sure it, how entertaining this guessing game's gonna be. Okay, what? Cast iron pans. Okay, yeah. So, a big revelation this year for me was the embracing of cooking on cast iron. You know, you hear people talk about it all the time, and then I ha we had one because you've always everybody's got one, and then you start cooking with it, and you're like, I don't like you. What you can't clean it? What you can't use soap? What what what? Like it just seems like an inconvenience, right? Yeah. And everybody says that they're like non-stick, but actually they're <laughs> not. Everything sticks to them. So this year, I don't know what it was, but I just. You know what it was? It was freaking TikTok. That's what it was. It was being unable to avoid people giving you tips on how to do things correctly. And so, uh, yeah. Somebody like talking about a cast iron pan in a TikTok and being like, if you just do it like this, it will become the best pan that you've ever owned. And so I was like, okay, screw it. I'll do it. And I did it. And it is the best pan. And now I have a bigger one. And the one of the things that I figured out. Um, through another TikTok, not the same TikTok, is that a great way when you're done cooking with it to clean it is you kind of, you know, you kind of get everything you can out of there and then you just put a bunch of coarse sea salt in there, heat it up really hot and just take a paper towel and just sort of like move it all around in there and it gets everything and then you just take that under the sink with some water and you just boom, boom, boom and then you put more oil on it, heat it up and then leave it there and it becomes super seasoned and it's just been revolutionary for me. It, the interesting thing about this is that I not only know all of this, but I have personally experienced it. This we're experiencing a strange intersection between the two of us. A convergence, because, yeah. Because I, 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 you know, I don't cook. I've already established that with the spoons and everything else I've talked about ever about cooking. But and I, it could have been on TikTok for me as well. I'm a cleaner and I saw a TikTok where somebody got bought a um, like a worn down skillet that was like rusted mm. and then they resurrected, they it. resurrected it using those techniques. Because the good stuff's under there. It doesn't go away, it just gets because added Because I, I watch, I just watch cleaning stuff, <laughs> you know, on TikTok and on Instagram. So that came up for me, and then, I don't know how it happened, but we had a, um, a cast iron skillet that I think I used on the grill yeah, to like saute onions to go with like smash burgers, and then I left it out there, and it, it, it got yeah, rust. I've done this. And um, I was really dejected, and so, I don't know which happened first, but yeah, I uh, I, I use this the sea salt, and you can, and you also use you put oil on it. You have to oil the when you're done, you oil it and heat you it oil, up, heat it up again, and then wipe that down. So you right. want it to be really oiled, when and you, you can kind of store it with some oil so that it like uh, yeah, you know, so it's like it, coated in oil, so it like stays. I just I, honestly, I just leave we leave both the big one and the small one on the stove 
at all times. I don't, we don't even, we don't really have a place to put it up. So mm-hmm. it's just like, that's what we cook in and it's there all the time. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else. So finding the perfect place is easier than ever and so is finally moving in together, just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom. And you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner. They may even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it. No, you're doing it because you love them, because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. Did you know that's what we were talking about? Pets. So that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. All right, my next thing, uh, recent purchase, Behringer Xenex 302 USB Premier 5-input mixer with Xenex mic preamp and USB audio interface. Two other things to go with this so you can try to guess what I'm doing. Day better, 50-50 RGB LED light strips, kit work with Alexa and Google Assistant. Smart Wi-Fi LED strip lights, 100 foot, two rolls of 50 foot LED lights for bedroom decoration. And finally, standard XLR male to female. I like the sound of that. Balanced microphone cable. Durable and flexible, noise canceling, six feet black. I mean, this is clearly EHSB stuff. Ha! <laughs> e- 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 I've never said that. EHSB? Yeah. That's right. Count Snuggle Baby. That's right. Um, are you going to try to, are you doing something in your bedroom though? Because there was a bedroom light thing. Bedroom light was one of the descriptors. Bedroom decoration. So you're gonna be DJing for your wife? Are you trying to incorporate the L-Count into I'm, lovemaking? I'm setting up, you know how our our bedroom is, is big. It like has a whole seating area, like at the foot of the bed. Yeah, I would say unnecessarily large. I know, but it's just, it's a function of the space underneath it that then created a bedroom above it that was like just so big. We could have a party up there. Party for two. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Party, you know, your table's ready, party of two. I'm setting up a DJ. Um, Practice area. A DJ console set right there facing the bed. So like, and it's gonna have lights. It's gonna be, it's gonna have visuals. They heard they're potentially going to time out with the music that I'm playing. So yeah. I'm gonna be doing DJ sets. I'm gonna I'm be going snuggle baby mode right there. Now, and I'm lying about part of this. About, so that can't be the case. No. Your wife wouldn't let you do that in the bedroom. She wouldn't let you put your practice facility in, yeah. in the bedroom. I'm setting, I'm, I'm gonna set it up at the creative house and the thing that I've, I, I, I don't wanna commit to this but like, I bought this stuff, which is like trying to get me to commit to it. Um, I was listening to John Frusciante, guitarist for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, talking to Rick Rubin. You know, I got a thing for Rick Rubin and anything he does in podcast world. 
they're talking about um, great series of interviews where they talk about the production of their their last two albums. And Frusciante, if you're really into guitar stuff, you probably already like John Frusciante, but um, he talks about his practice method. And then he gets his guitar down uh, and, he, and he demonstrates how he warms up. And he talked about his philosophy of practice as its own art form. Like he doesn't practice, um, he, he doesn't practice what he's gonna play on stage when he tours. He doesn't get really good at that because he's improvisational. All of his right. guitar solos are like just off, off the top of the dome. So it's, it's very much about him just like developing his skills for like hours before every show. And he's amazing, you know? It seems cool to like someone who's as amazing as he is that puts that much work into it. But it really stuck with me when he talked about, um, he saw practice as, as his own art form. He invented ways to engage in a totally different mode um, than how he performs. And then he, it subconsciously bleeds in and makes him a better performer. And I was like, you know what? I bet you there's something to that uh, for me. You know, because I I need to practice my DJing more, mm -hmm. and but I love an audience. When when the Sunbeam furniture place opened, you know that Jesse decorated and and Christy helped her and did like the the, the plant stuff. Uh, for that event, they had a DJ, which was not me, but I talked to that DJ. She was super nice, and she talked about how over the course of the pandemic, along with a lot of DJs, she started Twitch streaming. And um, oh. so I, I'm putting those two things together and I'm, my idea is to not just practice, but to stream it. Oh, like, like, so this. I'm not, you know, just to create, uh, yeah, cause if I'm gonna, if I'm, if I'm gonna practice, I might, I might as well have an audience. You know, I and think can, that would motivate me. And you can stream uh, any other songs? It doesn't like. That's my understanding, yeah. Um, they don't employ the technology that like Instagram employs that like, well, they'll take down your stream. So it's, it's a, it's a squirrely area, but um, yeah, that's where DJs stream. Unless something's changed in the last month or so, uh, and then my hopes will be dashed. And then I could just do a muted stream where you can watch me but not hear me DJing. But I'm just trying to develop it as like, not a performance, but a pra practice as an art form that if anybody cares to be a part of it, they uh, it'll be streamed. It'll, you know, so it's it's I'm it's going to be very low key. I'm excited about that, but I want to set it up at the creative house because that that way I can just kind of step step into it and do it, and it and but ultimately it's just so I can practice more. So I had to I I just went on one blog and like they said this is all the stuff I needed to buy, and I was like I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to buy this crap. And I'm gonna set it up. So that's my intention. I'm putting it out there. Um, somebody do, do, do on do you Twitch, have a, do you have a handle? Somebody you, parked you're, you're, Elk Pound Snuggle Baby already, but I have to believe it was a fan. So reach out to me if you're the one who parked Elk Pound Snuggle Baby on Twitch. Reach out to me. Um, well, you can reach out to them too. Uh, I I couldn't see how to do that well on Twitch. Hmm. So right now it's link underscore elk hound snuggle baby, but well, so it's gonna be one of those. It's gonna be one of those. Um, I don't know when I'll do it, 
but I will, I will uh, Where are you setting it up at? I'll tweet it out. I thought I would set it up where, um, I guess I, I need to get your your approval of this since we're we're equal on this. This is uh, not in my office. So I was thinking like, you know where the records are and the record player is like, where that couch is. I, if I could just rotate that couch out and then like the backdrop could be the those records. Hmm. And apparently some LED lighting. So you have to change, you have to set it up every time you do it? I don't know. That that's kind of what I was thinking that then like I would just move the maybe the table can live right behind it. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. There's probably room by there. Um Okay, uh, mine's, a, mine's a little simpler. If not, I could do it in my office. My next one's a little simpler. The Red Devil uh, Venom Mouth Guard. Why would you need a mouth guard? Again, another revelatory thing that I learned that I figured out all on my own. Okay. Okay, so. Meaning you didn't listen to a podcast. No, it's just, this is just a, Observation about myself based on things that people have been telling me. So I've been going to, you know, like since the pandemic started winding down and we started going back to the dentist, one of my most recent trips to the dentist was actually after um, we, uh, we had eaten that crazy sour thing on the Vanity Fair or whatever that was, that thing we, we shot where we ate that sour candy that was straight malic acid, and they were like, no one has ever kept the, the candy in their mouths nearly as long as you guys did. We didn't <laughs> expect you to keep going and going and going, but you know who we, well, I mean, that's what we're gonna do if we're we show us, up someplace. Man. We're freaking us. And I actually think I did permanent damage to my enamel on my teeth. I know, we were both scared. Uh, and they noticed that? And when I'm scared, I don't think about it. Like something's wrong with my teeth, I'm not going to think about this anymore. And and when you, and when it, and it happened to you too, and you did the exact opposite. I took action. You took action. So I ended up getting like some like enamel repair toothpaste or whatever. But one of the things that the dentist pointed out was she was like, <laughs> the hygienist was like, she she legitimately asked me, did you get your teeth shaved down? What? Like what? like for some sort of like I was like like you mean for like like a religious ritual or something? <laughs> she was like, your teeth, like, like your incisors look like they're, they're not, they're flat, they're not pointed. Do you see that? Not, yeah. Like yeah. your dog teeth, right? Like your eye teeth, they call them. Yeah. Yours are pointed and mine used to be pointed. Mine are very pointed. And so they were like, well, you're obviously grinding your teeth at night. So I went to the whole thing of getting the mouth guard for at night, which I now have and which I do wear. But I was like, I don't think I grind my teeth at night, but you don't really know because you're asleep. And then I started realizing that every time in my life for the past 45 years in which I have been doing something intensely, I grip my teeth like this. I put my lower teeth over my upper teeth. My bottom teeth come out. My dad does the same thing. It's just like this. So like if any sports moment in my life You'll see it even when I like throw a dart on Good Mythical Morning. Like I do. Oh wow! I I, I and I just been like I've been doing this all my life, and I do it when I lift weights, and I've been doing it when I lift weights forever. And I started reading about people who do weird things with their teeth when they lift weights, and they're I've been damaging my teeth for years. And she, in fact, last time I went to the dentist, she was like, 
she was pointing at those teeth and she's like, you're basically down to the pulp on those teeth. Like you don't have anything else left oh. protecting those teeth. So I'm probably gonna have to get like crowns or something at some, like fake teeth at some point in my life. I know a guy. But uh, in the meantime, of course, like anyone who like seriously, and I don't like seriously lift weights. I just like lift weights for ongoing health, you know? But so oh, I, I got- th So I thought you were saying you were gonna sleep with it. No, you lift so weights I, I with have, a mouth guard. I have a sleeping mouth guard, which I is a completely different thing. This is like an athletic mouth guard that like Steph Curry wears when he plays basketball. And so, because biting down when you're lifting weights is actually like scientifically proven to give you a certain percentage increase in strength just because of something about like, you know, and which totally makes sense because that's why when you're really trying to do something, you bite down. And I would bite down like, Argh! and it's just, yeah. I've been just like ripping these teeth apart for years. So anyway, I've stopped the damage now and I work out with a mouth guard. And I huh. encourage you, if you lift weights on a regular basis or do anything physically active. That's interesting. Get a mouth guard, you might as well. Ear Biscuits is supported by the Farmer's Dog. Dogs will eat basically anything you put in front of them. And if you're Barbara, you will like <laughs> seek it out off of tables, counters. That that woman is crazy. <laughs> uh, that woman being my dog. Uh, so it's important to be putting the right kind of food in their bowls. Right, and when you care about your dogs as much as we care about ours, you know, a thoughtful approach to what goes in those bowls Makes sense. Yes, the farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized vet developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. The meals arrive pre-portioned and in ready to serve packs delivered on your schedule. Millions of meals have been ordered across the country. We've been partnering with the Farmer's Dog for a few years now and they really are as good as they say. It really has never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. Get 50% off your first box of fresh healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash ear. Cherry Pig, solar mole repellent, ultrasonic mole repellent, solar powered, outdoor waterproof ultrasonic snake repellent for get rid of mole, gopher, snakes, vole, and other underground pests, four pack. Pretty obvious, right? I'm actually surprised that it says snake repellent, I love that. So I got four of these, I had some of these and I got rid of my moles in my yard, not yeah, on my right, skin. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Some people have bought mole, mole repellent thinking, thinking that they can rub it on themselves. Yeah, this is like, it's like a steak that you put in the ground, it's got a little solar panel thing on top. I, I bought them, the moles went away, uh, my yard got even again, and then somehow they disappeared. They might be under Lincoln's bed with a nest full of spoons, I don't know, but I had to buy four more, they don't, it's not poison. It's you know. It's just a sound. Um, so I put I staked it out, and uh, yeah, it works like a charm. It it forces them into my neighbor's yard, um, underground. But yeah, that's that's their problem. Has that? Do, they, do you know that for a fact? Um, evidence based on the reviews. Yeah, there was people describe how if you do it in one area, then they'll just move to another area, and so. The only area for them to move in here is my neighbor's yard. I mean, maybe they went all the way into the woods. I don't know. 
I don't care. But I mean, I think that my neighbors were probably sending them into my yard. So like. Everybody's gotta work together on Everybody's this. gotta work together. Um, the only thing I don't like is that it's like a, it's not a constant, so it's like silence, then it's like So every time I would go outside, it was kind of unsettling. You can hear it. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be it's like that ultrasonic. though. ultrasonic. Well, it says ultrasonic. It's not freaking ultrasonic. I would just call it sonic because I can hear it. It has to be. It has to cut on and off because otherwise you would, they adjust to it. Potentially, I I don't know. That's a good theory. That's what I bought. It does work, but then after a while, I get annoyed with it and I take them up, and then eventually, like it took about nine months for them to come back, and maybe it was seasonal, but uh, the moles voles or whatever they are came back. So I recommend that. You're not killing them. You're just shooing them. Makes you feel a little better about it. Well, you could find a way to catch them and eat them. I'm not that hungry. Uh, you could probably find some recipes on TikTok for like mole stew, stew or something. Put them in that nicely oiled skillet. <laughs> um, this purchase comes with a story. I bought four items: uh, two Carolina Panthers hats and two Carolina Panthers shirts. I remember, I remember seeing you wearing this once, and it was just one of those things where it's like you didn't ask any questions. I yeah, thought I told you this. I, so, this was some. Is this a James and the Shame? Yes. So something. Uh, so I had a PR person working on like right around the launch of the album with me on some like press opportunities, and one of them was I guess it was Spin Magazine. It has has this thing where they do like. Musicians give predictions for their favorite team's NFL season, and she was like, "Would you be do you watch NFL? Do you have a favorite team, and would you be willing to do this?" And I was like, "Yes, a, a little bit." And then to the second question, I mean, I am I'm an NC State football fan. I like college football, and that's what I watch. But I consider myself a Rams fan, being in Los Angeles. But I have a you know an affinity for the Carolina Panthers only because they're in North Carolina, but like I don't really keep up with it. And I don't own any fan gear. So what I said is, yes, you I'm willing to do that. Yes, I'm willing to do this. And I'm I can do either the Rams or the Panthers. I feel like just I'm there's probably somebody else already representing the Rams. So yes, and I'm like the reason I'm doing this is because of the press opportunity. So I did. So it's all thing, an illusion. So the first thing I needed to do was uh, find, you know, get close. I don't. I mean, I don't even. I don't wear that, NC State because they were putting a picture of you. Yeah, they wanted a picture of, of of me in Rams gear. I mean, in uh, Carolina Panthers gear. So I had to find some. And well, based then, on what I saw of you wearing that stuff, I don't know if it's a great PR opportunity. Well, I'm just telling you. I well, mean, you me look like you, a dork, dude. Uh, well, the, the, can I just say, and I hate to say this, but like, it's very difficult to dress up in support of your team and not look like a dork. I know. And I got It's like you're cosplaying as like it's, what everyone thinks a fan is. It's like, well, isn't, are there people who are fans of sports that also like to look cool? You can, for some reason, this is, this is, I, 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 have, I have a theory. This is it. They make the stuff out of the same material that they make athletic clothing out of a lot of times. So like these t-shirts 
had this like moisture wicking dry fit. Like so much of this stuff has this. In but, case in case you need to go out there. But these people are just watching sports, on the field. guys. Like when you go watch a concert, <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. you, you can get a cool t-shirt that is like a cotton t-shirt or like a 50-50 t-shirt. You can get a cool hat that looks like someone who is ready to watch something. Fans of athletic performances should be able to wear the same things that fans of musical performances wear. You're they, not playing. Hey, hey, you need to shut up. This is a business opportunity. We need, we need to keep this to ourselves till we're ready to launch. They just don't make any cool, they don't make enough cool stuff. Even like, I would wear more NC State stuff. I would. But like, you, it is just like a needle in a haystack to because find there's like, like a shirt that's cool. Like, like, like the retro, retro logoing is, is one particular avenue to coolness. Well, like, even like NC when, State when has they brought back. They brought that back. Yeah, they brought back the wolf, but then the stuff that they put it on it's like they're all, they're still in this athletic mode. Like, I was like, "What do you guys think I'm doing? I'm sitting on a couch and then standing up at moments and then sitting back down on the couch." And now I, I don't need moisture wicking material here for Spin Magazine. So what did you? look, I never saw this photo. Did it happen? Oh yeah, it was just a selfie. I took it in there. Um, you were wearing what? But, a jersey? Uh, no, I wore a t-shirt and a hat. But even that still felt like, hey, this doesn't feel like me, but like I'm, I mean, that's what they wanted. The other piece of this puzzle is I had to come up with my prediction for the Carolina Panthers season. <laughs> so at that point, I just texted my dad and said, dad, a uh, research project for you newly retired man, who he, also doesn't care that much about NFL football, but likes he, college he, he football in Georgia. Yeah. Like he quickly like just came back with like he's your ghost writer. Here's what I think, and now I will say that if you read the article, any funny parts of it, your dad wrote. I wrote because my dad didn't make it funny. It was very much just like here's bullet points, including my obsession with the long snapper. <laughs> For that, I added that. Okay, so that's the long snapper snuff stuff because I am genuinely interested in long snappers and the Johansson. I think his name is is like played like 16 seasons without missing a game or something. Anyway. So yeah, I had to get. I so I if if you if you ever need any Carolina Panthers stuff, I got two hats and two shirts. We that can you, go out together. That you will never wear again. Uh, yeah. I also I just I'm kind of. Anything come from it? Did you did you get any listens from the from Carolina Panthers fans that you are now completely well, undermining? I think the name of the story. I think the name of the article was fifty six musicians pre predict their take on their NFL NFL season. Like, who else? You, some they, people that you would recognize and a lot of people that you wouldn't. So I'm, okay. may, maybe I got one listen from that. It was worth it. That That's the world of PR, man. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Ear Biscuits is supported by Live Nation. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, yeah. Alanis Morissette, okay. Cage the Elephant. Why not? Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma? Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Um, 
Oh, here, here, here's a, here's a, here's a good one, a sweet one. Um, where the sidewalk ends, the book. I'm familiar Sh- with Shel Silverstein, and um, you know, uh, the the I didn't write it down, but also we just got a bunch of like our favorite, you know, kids, kids books, a couple of Shel Silverstein's, like The Light in the Attic, uh, Where the Wild Things Are. And this was. Did you get the issue of Playboy with his famous interview? Did you also get that? Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Um, yeah, nice, Shel Silverstein. Nice touch. Yeah, he's a you know he wrote a boy named Sue for uh, Johnny Cash. He's mm-hmm. like he was he was in that world, the outlaw country world. Anyway, but but cool thing. Um, this was in honor of. Do you, maybe you've seen these? Um, there's like if you take a walk with your dog in a neighborhood, or if you go to certain parts of town, you can see there's like there's these. Little libraries, they look like a bird box. Yeah. But it's a it's a library where you can exchange books. You can put a book in, take a book out. Mm-hmm. And um, Christy did this with, well, her sister, Brittany and JB, they ordered and then her dad, Bobby, my father-in-law, built uh, one of these boxes and then they painted it custom color and they, Put the plaque on it, and they put it up um, in honor of their, you know, their first daughter passed away like hours after being yep. born, and she would she would have been ten years old. Sayla would have been ten years old this year. So every year they they celebrate her life, and then you know their 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 other kids. They they now have two more kids. I got a niece and a nephew. Mm-hmm. They um. You know, they learn about Sela and and the story of even even through all of that pain that like um, it's it's become something that's they've that's been very beautiful, you know, and honoring her memory. So like for her her um, her tenth birthday, they created one of these boxes, so we were able to buy book uh books for it and, and we, they, they and put we it were up actually, in the neighborhood or they put it up in front of their house they or? put it up in Lillington at the at the ballpark you know where you and I did the yeah. 4th of July where they do the fireworks that's every year that's where I play baseball yep. hundreds of times and where we where we did our 4th of July wax paper dogs yeah. concert um yeah they actually put it up there and we were because we went in we went back for Lance's wedding we were there for like the like the ribbon cutting. So we were able to put the books in there and mm-hmm. you know honor Sayla's life and memory and just you know it was a it was a great family moment to be a part of that. And um yeah, I wrote down the name of the littlefreelibrary.org. Oh, so you can just make one. There's a number you of places re- you that, it. that will do it, but if you go to littlefreelibrary.org, you can order the pieces and they'll send it to you and you can build it. And paint it yourself, and then you can like. They'll send you like the plaque to put on it, so that in in their case it can say and in, in in loving in honor of Sela. Um and then you know it's in it's part of the community and and it looks really cool and nice and of course I got permission from the ballpark to put it there. That's, that's awesome. So yeah, um, littlefreelibrary.org. It's like a. And you know you can do it for whatever reason you want, or just do it to contribute to your community. But like, you know, there's lots of kids who are like 
taking walks and or like, hey, let's go to that library. Let's see what books are in there now. Let's put some of my favorite books in there. It's like, you think kids know. are doing that? Yeah, definitely. Kids still got books. So, yeah, that's the thing. It's kind of this retro thing that like gives you a sense of connection and being a part of something. And until you, unless you in real life vandalize it. Yeah, I mean, this is in a good always, place where it only like, takes one. Yeah, that's, sadly that's true. But um, it, when you talk about that place, uh, the the Lillington uh, ball fields there, yeah, they're so nostalgic to me because of the smell. Which I, it was a, it was a mix of dirt, grass, popcorn, and cigarette smoke that I felt like <laughs> I smelled repeatedly as a child playing outdoor sports. That was so pronounced at that particular location that I'm sure it doesn't smell as much like cigarette smoke anymore because it's just so much less no. common for people to smoke. Well, we went, it, it. the other cool part of it was that morning, our nephew, Nehemiah, he had a it, he had a soccer game there on the field. So like we watched him play and then we the, we dedicated the library, took some pictures. Um, but I was like, yeah, it's wild to come back here. Like I was telling, you know, telling Lincoln Atlanta, I was like, I played t-ball on these fields, mm -hmm. but you know because I hated t-ball. It makes you feel anxious when you see the. Yeah, fields. I was like my butthole was getting real tight. <laughs> um, so yeah, I choose to think more about like all of the the the, the fireworks. That's <laughs> hey, what we, I associate with the fireworks. We did fireworks here. Fireworks every year. Um, okay, here's the next one for me: five pack USB wall charger and five pack charger cables. Oh yeah. Um, Is it, this has to be like an annual, like re-up, right? I just feel like again, I, I don't want to. I'm going to go into the dad dad, dad mode. So <laughs> the thing I have asked for <coughs> is, so I have a charger next to my bed, right, for my phone. It is a wireless charger that I can set my phone on, and I can also put my AirPods on, and they can both charge it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Jesse uses a traditional just USB cable that goes into that plugs directly into her phone. That's a shame. Which makes her a prime target for Shepard when he needs a phone charger. And because he is a fourteen-year-old, yeah. Apparently, they eat these things. I, what is it? It's I, spoons, I, I believe it's that that's cables. what's happening. I think that Shepard is eating the cables, thinking that they're pasta. Maybe getting into it's like a late night kind of thing. This I is don't such know. a he pattern confused. today. They're gonna like, yeah. They're gonna, if we like took him to get his stomach X-ray, there would be like seventeen USB cables in there. <laughs> That's the only explanation for how many of these we go through. And so instead of you might as well just put it on a monthly reorder. Well, here's what I did. Instead, I I, I spent months admonishing him. And then Jesse would get mad because he would take her charger, and then she would need to use my charger, and it's the domino effect. And so I just said, instead of having this repeated argument, which we have about USB cables and socks, we have the sock argument yeah. because I have two boys who wear the same socks as me and we share some. Yes. I'm just giving, so I, I regularly buy socks. And I, again, I, I think know. he, we, may, he I may be eating socks as well. But I just said, I'm gonna have, every room you go in, there's gonna be a place to charge your phone. Oh. Cables, it's like everywhere. There's somewhere there's a charger. Let me just say that I did this. This I actually did this purchase twice this year. So there's there was ten cables and ten USB chargers. 
and we still do not have yep, enough. Yeah, no, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It has to be hardwired. You have to screw them in. It has to become a fixture. Oh, that's not a bad yep, idea. Yeah, you've got to like, you got to sit there and you got to like s- screw it against the wall. He'll find a way. He'll find a way to He'll gnaw it. it loose. Um, Lube Life, water-based personal lubricant for men and women. Mm-hmm. Flavorless, 12 ounce. Uh, yep, I purchased that. Now I will say, Lube Life is a weird brand. It was very highly rated and I was just, you know, I didn't want, I just, it was like the top of the list, needed to re-up on, you know, my lube. And uh, I didn't realize how big 12 ounces is when it comes to lube. Like this is a big, I mean. It's like a can of Coke. Well, it. But but but, but then if but, it's thinner, it's probably this tall. Yeah, it's like it's 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 a little less than half the diameter of a of a of a can of Coke. So it's like twice as tall as a can of Coke. Can you get it in your ass? <laughs> <laughs> Has that worked yet? <laughs> oh God. Um, I can't get it in the bedside drawer. Okay, so yeah, first That's you get the it problem. in the drawer. That's the then problem. Then you start working on your ass. <laughs> you gotta get, I mean, just, so now, just a word of advice. It's like you, like when it comes to lube, smaller's better, you know, mm. ironically. Yeah, because also you, when, in the moment of passion, you wanna pull it out, you wanna be I don't, a I'm little not, bit coy about it. Yeah, I wanna, I'm, here I am getting up and running to the bathroom yeah. because we have one drawer that it can sit straight up because you don't wanna store it sideways. And you've already got a hydro flask in one hand when you're making love. Right. So you, <laughs> so you right. can't have another giant container. <laughs> right. Right. No hands with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and plus, they're, they're marketing is strange. Like the 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 bottle, it 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 doesn't just say lube life. It says hashtag lube life. Like 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 they expect people to be sharing this stuff publicly. Well, you are now, and I you guess I am. You just said hashtag it, so lube life. So it worked. Like that's my that's my uh, that's my resolution. Every tweet I make in in twenty twenty three is gonna have that hashtag. Yeah, I I go. I don't go. Pay I, attention to the ounces, y'all. I don't go to. I don't get it from Amazon. There's some other website that I got my lube from this year. Can't remember what it was. There's a, um, you know, when Sex with Emily podcast sent sent us the gifts. There yeah. was there was like a, a an appropriately sized lube there that uh, was more drawer sized. Been using that. Hmm. You, well, you can refill and it I can with refill the big it one. from the from the big one. Just don't let anybody see you do it. I gotta. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta get a lube funnel now. Um, okay, I'm gonna skip over a few here since we're, I don't want this to take forever. Um, 60 pieces painted figures. 60 pieces, okay. Um, what is this? I think this is an interesting way to talk a little bit about our approach to things maybe in 2023. Oh, so you talking about TikTok? Well, I bought sixty little figurines that you would use if you were like making 
if you were like a train set train person, you know, yeah. and you did like toy train models and stuff, and you created a little town or like a Christmas village or something like that. <laughs> and my idea at the time was to buy some of these figurines and then write sketches that just fig that pick, pick uh, you know featured these figurines very very small. I mean, very like close up, you know, kind of like robot chicken ish sort of thing, but ridiculous situations where you would take the specific figurines that you had in this set and make and, a story. And make a story based on kind of what was suggested to you by this set. So, kind of an old school idea. Very much uh, an idea that I've had for t even like 20 years ago, back in the very early days of, of us. You know, the Fine Brothers used to do some stuff with like figurines way, way back in the day that in, yeah. ended up getting in trouble because Action it was figures. like they were doing like actual, yeah. you know, recognizable IP, but this is different. And that was when we were in our, what are we doing on TikTok? And like, are we doing an original strategy? Are we doing original sketches? And you know, if you've watched our TikTok and our short form Instagram stuff, like, you know, we've done a bunch of different things trying to land on a strategy. Incidentally, the strategy that we have landed on, at least right now, is that we do so much other stuff that generates great moments and funny things that we say and do that we should just use those to fuel our TikTok. So that's why if you go on the TikTok right now, you see it's just all GMM clips, right? Yeah. Now, but one of the things that and we I did like before that. that. I like that. And we'll talk about how we're using that, the freed up mind space, time and energy that we have by not putting, making, trying to make like original sketches on TikTok and what that means for what right. we're gonna do. Because we are gonna put that energy to something that you will be seeing, so. But we did make a sketch that I still think it, we should put it out. I still think we should put it out, like, especially in light that, of this conversation. Yeah, we we gave notes on it twice. We we need to, and we re-recorded the video because we didn't really like the video that we did the first time. Yeah. and it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing that we still should just put on TikTok. Because you and you have those figurines on your desk at the creative at the creative house. house. So now at least you have some decor too. And I like to play with. I like to like just like hold them in my hands. I feel like a giant playing with little people when I'm on a phone call. But yeah, so just so you know. We are. We're, we're gonna release that. We'll release. We'll release. We'll release that. But a lot of the energy that we've been putting into other things, like that stuff and stuff that you may not have seen, we are finding ways in 2023 to funnel that energy into things that you will see. We'll talk more about that in 2023 in another podcast. But just so you know, what you're what you're not seeing in original content on TikTok, you will be seeing in other places soon. Um, I'll, I will quickly mention Nature's Miracle Advanced Stain and Odor Eliminator, 32 ounce. Oh, I got one of those. Now, when it comes to the red bottle? Mine was a different different brand, but I, okay. I, I, it was on my list, I took yeah. it off. Well, because it's the thing I said at the top about, like, get, like, trying to not get my dogs to sneak and poop in the house is very difficult. And it's really just a Jasper issue, and right? It's, and it's, well, Yes, definitely a lot more. Jade will not pee in the house, but Jasper, we had a lot of problems with him peeing in the house, and that's why, uh, contrary to lube, 32 ounce is like the, the minimum you want for something like this. Right. I mean, we had to take the rug out from under our dining room table yeah. completely when we were like trying to train him and really getting serious about it. Because once they start peeing in a spot. They go back. 
They go back to that spot. Um, so we're not 100% out of the woods, but he's made tremendous progress. Um, a lot of progress this year with Jasper, like going on walks, like I've done a lot of training with him. Like he doesn't, he doesn't bark at other people on walks anymore. Um, my treat game is on lock, like I'm, and he's very motivated. So I'm really proud of him. And then at home, he's just, he, he's gotten, he's just gotten a lot better. You know, he's, he's over two years old now, and I think he's finally getting there. And it took Jade that long too. I've heard that like it's a, it's a, uh, a Dotson thing, uh, house housebreaking. Uh, um, but I just wanted to give an honorable mention to that. I'll also give an honorable mention to broom and dustpan set with long handle, kitchen brooms and stand up dustpan magic combo set, magic combo set for home, lobby broom with rotation head and standing dustpan for floor cleaning red. Very excited about this, I replaced my broom. Why, you you don't look as riveted as you should be. Well, I I had a, a, I made a purchase about dog piss too, and so I was gonna try to slip that in there, but then you moved on to a broom. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too late. Well, no, mine's way better than yours, so I'm gonna go back to it. Okay, cool. The broom. Well, first let's With talk the, about a broom. The, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's not the broom, it's the dustpan. The, du- uh, the dustpan has its own handle, and so it's not like, I the, the previous dustpan I had it would stick to the handle of the broom and it became a unit so they could stay together. Yeah. But now I've upgraded to a dustpan with its own handle. Tall handle. And the broom, and so like there's no bending over. Mm-hmm. And it's just beautiful. I feel, I feel like one of those people at Disneyland who just walks around cleaning up. Like the moment you drop something at Disneyland, whoo, there's somebody there sweeping it up. You know, I do that in my house now. <laughs> whoo, somebody drops something, whoo, I sweep it up. And then here's you can stream the, that on Twitch. Here's the yes. Here's the revolutionary part. There is teeth. There are teeths coming off of the dust pan, so that when I sweep it, then I can put the broom bristles into the teeth and then come like move in a vertical motion. So it's an L motion, and it cleans. The broom, the broom and this is something that should it's just rev a freaking lucinary. If you mm. have a hand, if you have a dustpan that doesn't have its own handle, and if you and it doesn't have a bristle cleaner on the dustpan, you must upgrade immediately. You're welcome. Okay, I'll, I, I, it's the first thing I'm going to do after this is I'm going to make that purchase. Don't you know what? That's what I'm going to give you and everybody else I love for Christmas. Okay. Spoiler alert. Okay. The only time I sweep is when somebody makes it, like there's an accident. I feel like the rest is handled via vacuum. Or dog. Yeah. Back to dogs though, because as you know, similar struggles with Sean. Sean has been. um, Sean is a problem, dude. Sean was, you know, Sean, it's false advertising. I talked to you about this before when they said he was a little anxious and he was house trained. He's very anxious and he was not house trained at all. Well, I freaking came into the, like two weeks ago, I I come into the freaking office and Sean's there and he's just barking at me. And I was like, you know, the best thing I'm gonna do is I'm just, I'm not gonna ignore him. I'm not gonna give him the time of day, I'm gonna walk on my desk. So I take a step by him 
and the dude freaking bites me on the calf twice. Yeah. I was wearing sweatpants. Yeah. Well, Dude. That, that's the one aspect of his training that is going well, the training to hate you <laughs> is the only thing that he's responding to right now. No, the interesting thing was like, <laughs> I had on a hat and you said, I think he has a, an issue with guy, people with hats. Well, our friend Jaden, who's been, uh, when he's in town, has been staying at my place and he's a great dog trainer. Uh, one night he said, I think Sean has a thing with hats because and because if somebody that you he actually knows comes in mm-hmm. with a hat on, so maybe in his former life, when we don't know what <laughs> happened to him in his former life, but things right. happened to Sean. Yeah, poor boy. Um, but anyway, he is getting better. And I he, took the hat off and he did seem to yeah. chill out. So we've got to figure that out. Like that whole thing of biting people is obviously a big no-no. Essentially, like if somebody's entering a room, he has to either being he has to be held or he has to be on a leash, and then you have to and then he calms down. But the thing that he's doing that is a constant struggle is uh, pissing and shitting in the house. And we talked to our trainer about that. Now he will find a spot like, and he'll have like a shit spot for two weeks, and then it'll shift. The shift shit it. spot shifts, yeah, to somewhere else. Uh, and he is better about not pissing inside. But what we were doing, you know, we have we don't have any real grass outside. We have like a, a peeing uh, inside is is much worse. Is what thing. much worse? So he has curbed that a little bit. But we were talking to the trainer. We were like, you know, I just don't know if we have the discipline and the amount of commitment and time that it takes to really do this in the right way. Like, give us give us some help. So will you live with us? And the trainer said. Because he had become scared of the fake grass outside, which is our only grass. Uh, so I don't know. I'm just. I would love to get inside Sean's head, but I know one thing. I would find there is like nightmarish uh, fake grass. Like, so apparently, somebody with a hat took him out onto some fake grass and did some ungodly things to him in his past life because he doesn't oh. like either one of those things. Oh, poor guy. And so. But he is adjust. He is adjusting very, very well. Like for somebody of his of his uh, past. But she said, "There's Jasper this thing." Was the same way, Jasper. Yeah, he's totally a different dog. There's like there's some stuff called a uh, fresh patch, which is just a patch of fresh grass, most often used for people who live in apartments and they want their dog to, you know, use the bathroom on grass and you don't want to always have to take them outside or whatever mm-hmm. or it's like so it, essentially it's just a piece of sod that comes in a cardboard box shipped to your door every two weeks you get it right uh this is high you know first of all i think it's like 60 bucks a month so i know that it's significantly more expensive than if i was just going, because I told Stevie about this and she was like, you could just go to the hardware store and get a patch of grass for a lot cheaper than that. And I was like, yeah, but I have to go get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're not, you're not proud of it, but. I'm not proud of it. Yeah, you're doing it. So let me tell you, it works. Oh, so and now you're excited about it. It works and he like immediately, now I don't you know. Don't, it's not in the house. It's outside on top of the artificial grass. No, it's outside on top of the concrete area because it's okay. like it's closer to the door. Okay. And he like immediately went out there and got on it and started using it. Like something clicked. He was like, this is what's supposed to happen on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if it's raining, I take it and I move it to the other side of the house that has like a covering like over there on the poolside. Yeah. 
and he goes out there and he uses it on that. The problem is, is that unlike Barbara, who would never pee or crap in the house, ever. Like she is, Barbara is, I don't know, she, a superior she, she would just stay there Let's for 24 it. hours. Oh, but I tell her that all the time, how I love her so much more. Um, because I'm my love is conditional for dogs. <laughs> and until Sean gets his shit together, I'm not gonna love him as much. So, um, but he is getting, he, do, he doesn't let you know. Like Barbara goes to the door, rings the bell, and then looks at you like, come on, yeah, I did this, I'm ready. Sean, a little stupid. So he's rung the bell a couple of times. Yeah. But anyway, this fresh patch thing, it's really been the answer to, to, to us because he's cool. got all these That's freaking cool. rugs. I mean, Chrissy's the same way. Like they, yeah. get, they get these rugs that are nice rugs and, and you just you don't gotta want a dog pissing on them. And you can't, you can't spray that typical cleaner on those rugs. Like Jesse oh. will not let me put any sort of pet spray. She's like, soda water only. Oh. I mean, she'll break up a, a, a LaCroix and pour it right on one of those things, but only <laughs> soda water. You can't put cleaner on it. <laughs> Look at the life you're leading. Yeah, I'm cleaning up things with LaCroix and paying $60 Perrier. a month <laughs> for a patch of freaking grass. I, I, I've already done my honorable mentions, so I'm, I'm done. Oh, Is really? There anything that you wanna? Um, yeah, I mean, probably, I guess two really quickly, including the most significant one. So one of the things I did this year, of course, as it relates to James and the shame, is I had to look the part in terms of like my photo shoot and album and promo stuff and like the hipster perform cowboy. performance at Mythicon and that kind of thing. And and in an effort to continue to, to uh, separate James and the Shame from whatever the Rhett McLaughlin brand is, um, I was like, I, I gotta adopt some kind of look here. I'm not a cowboy hat guy, I didn't wanna do that, you know? Yeah, um, I'm glad. But the, uh, it's funny because the guys that I think have like the best style in country music right now is Midland, right? Oh yeah. And every, every picture you see of those guys, it's like, ah, oh, that's cool, they're cool. They're cool, but it's country, but it's cool. It's a little fun, that's why I like it. And I was talking with uh, Brian, our COO here. Business Brian. He knows everybody, man. That dude knows everybody and uh, he ends up like, yeah, my friend is their manager or something. <laughs> I, I can't remember the exact connection, but he immediately like comes back with uh, the brands that they that they wear. Oh, uh, you know, we're the you know if they're if you're looking for cool stuff, so they wear a lot of stuff, and they I'm sure they've got stylists for days. But H bar C is like their it's like cool Western wear Western shirts and stuff like that. So a lot of the stuff I got this year was from them. And then because I needed some boots, cause I just didn't have any boots, but I didn't wanna like, if you go to like a Western store and you get a pair of boots, there's like six or $700 for a good pair of boots. Huh. I'm like, I- I'm It's not, an art form. I'm not doing anything in these things. Nope. Again, I'm not, this is like unnecessary, unnecessary moisture wicking in a Carolina Panthers t-shirt. Yeah. So. I found the brand Tacovas, Austin-based. You know, this is happening. These people are coming in and sort of revolutionizing an industry, and and usually it's, a, it's two guys who have an idea who come together and they're like, 
like Thursday boots is like, we're gonna make boots, but we're gonna make them more affordable and our advertising is gonna be great and you're gonna get this on Instagram all the time and eventually you're gonna break down and buy them. I think it's two guys because you're a guy, but I think there's plenty of two women too. Yeah, well I'm saying, cause it's, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, not... I'm talking about for the, the, yeah, for the products that are like. Right, for you. For, you. for me. And the, uh, and Tacovas is a, an example of this. They're making like good boots that look just like the really expensive boots that are like 250, 300 bucks for a pair, which is a much more reasonable amount. Okay. Anyway, so I got like a few pairs of those that has kind of completed the James and the Shame look in the times when I've needed oh. to do that. So we're doing, okay, we're doing apparel shout outs. I'll give, yeah. a, I'll give an apparel shout out to Imperfects. Okay, uh, is Cal that like Spanx? California based, uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's a, it's a surf aesthetic company, but it's all a lot of canvas wear. This jacket and all of the other ones, like this year for me has been the, like the two-piece jumpsuit Oh, that's where Revolution. you got all those from. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with that brand, so uh, very cool uh, aesthetic and, and like their story and like their approach and Is it two guys? craftsmanship. As far as I can tell, it's just one dude. Okay. Who, uh, I think he's a, a surfboard shaper. Hmm. At least a lot of the images are of a guy wearing these outfits shaping surfboards. Well, maybe you can get into that too. Nope. Um, and finally, my biggest ticket item, my birthday present to myself, something that I've wanted for a long time and I tried to find ways to get at it in a cheaper fashion and I finally just bit the bullet Literally took the plunge. Oh. And bought one of those cold plunge ice baths that were like featured on Shark Tank. But that was a birthday present, right? To myself. Yeah, but that was your birthday present. Like yeah. my big ticket item last year was my mountain bike, I believe. And that was and I it was my birthday present to myself. Yeah. But I mean it was the it's the biggest purchase of the year for me. And uh, you know, you've used it because I made it's the, everybody. It's basically a bathtub with a box beside it that then circulates and and refrigerates the water. So that, but you know, it has a top on it like a hot tub would have on it. Yeah. But it's shaped like a bathtub. Yeah, and it's pretty. Uh, you know, it's just, he has an outdoor refrigerated bathtub. It's pretty aesthetic. You know, for how these things could go. Because what I was going to do is I was going to do <laughs> aesthetic. The the cheaper version, which is to take a. Again, there's a bunch of YouTube videos. Like a barrel? About, well, people do barrels with ice in them, but then you have to get ice and put it in every single day. You don't know what the temperature is. Other people will take an old op freezer with, you know, open top freezer and seal it and then do this thing where it's like on a timer so it's not on when you're in, in it and stuff. But it's like a DIY thing and it's you got a freezer outside. And then I was like, why not, man? Just get the one that looks the part and it's got all the technology built into it and you can dial in the temperature. It's got the ozone like filtering of the water in there. Oh. So it like keeps the water great for like six months. And I've always wanted this because you know, I, you know, I mean, I'm I, that's. I, we know. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm that guy that is gonna take the supplements and we get need, real we need, hot and get real cold and do all that things. stuff. You need the things. And uh, I absolutely love it. Did you get in it this morning? I did, I sure did. I get into it every day. So now you don't hate it. Do you, uh, do you no, no, it? no, no, that's the, the point. 
The point is you hate it every time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You hate the well, moment. When you got me to do it, I did hate it. You, especially the moment right before you do it every single day. Yeah. You're like, that decision. Am I gonna do this today? And a lot of the, first of all, there's like, you know, scientific evidence for certain health benefits or whatever, which are great. That's not really the reason I'm doing it. I'm doing it because it makes you feel really good because you get like this burst of, I guess it's serotonin that lasts a few hours. Um, but I kind of go into this ritual where it's like, that minute before you get in there is this sort of, I'm gonna get into this thing and it's gonna be very unpleasant, especially the moment of making the decision to get in and lower yourself into this thing. Ooh, yeah. Every day. And I, and I'm and right now I've got it set at 51 degrees. It goes down to 39 and you're supposed to like decrease like a, a degree a week. I started at 55. I'm gonna tell you right now, is that what I got in it at? You got it at 55, which again, 55, you may not think that's cold, I'm gonna but tell you right now, get in 55 degree water you don't for think that's cold, it, five to 10 minutes and you'll see. I mean, your body thinks that you're dying if you, you're doing something that's going to kill you. And that's why it responds the way that it does. Yeah, but there's this like, even this morning when I was in there, hating it in the first like 30 seconds, I like kind of open my hands up, because again, opening your hands under the surface of the water makes you that much colder because your hands are, I don't know, I can't remember the technical term for it, some sort of surface that like, your heat escapes your hands, you know. It great degrees. That's why covering wearing gloves like actually does keep you warm. But like just sort of having this breathing through the adversity, which that's a lot of people who do it on a regular basis are like, that's kind of why they do it, because you develop this sort of physiological response to adversity and you breathe through it and you learn to expect it and accept it and kind of move through it. And, and sort of their like long term creates like a uh, makes you you know more willing to deal with adversity, and so I'm doing it because it makes me feel good. Ironically, that well, I don't know if it's ironic, but like that's the thing that kind of motivates me to be interested in it. So I do like that philosophically. Yeah, and I think it you might really you might, does. You have, might get up tomorrow and find me in it. It really does. You can come over and use it anytime you want. It really does have uh, sort of a, there's a euphoria that happens right after, because I get I get out of it, I put a robe on, and, and then like go make my smoothie, which is you know full of olive oil and other things. <laughs> and I'm like freezing in that moment, but I just like, I'm, oh man, I just, I feel good. Can you take like footage of you doing this so that we could, we could, um, I could see this happening? I could probably be arranged. I mean, I don't want a close up or anything, but just like. I am naked inside of it. Are you? Um, most of the time. We have guests right now, so I'm not naked in there, just in case they come down for breakfast or whatever. Oh, a little, wow. little, uh, or a little bathing suit this morning. Okay, we'll do that but, for yeah. the video. Or like, let's have some tasteful cropping. Tasteful cropping. Okay. I, didn't, I don't think I had a big splurge. Well, I. I think I bought my my DJ deck. I think that was this year. It had to have been. Yeah, for sure, for sure it was. Okay. Well, here we are. I, you know, it, it's my wreck. Uh, I, everything we've said today is basically a wreck in one form or another. 
So, um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it back to the uh, to the community birdhouse, littlefreelibrary.org. Hmm. Call it a birdhouse, but you know what I mean. Don't put birds in there. Put books in there. Bookhouse. Hashtag your biscuits. Um, we'll be back at you next week, and remember. Let us know what you think by sending us your voice. One eight 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 earpod one one. We got a couple. Just two more episodes before we wrap up the season. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about our um, our Thanksgiving break, and then we're going to cover our highlights for the year. I love it. I love that one. Bye bye. What is up, Rhett and Link? This is Jacob from Dallas, Texas. I also broke collarbone while mountain biking. I broke both of my collarbones at the same time. Yeah, healing process sucked. It took three months for me to fully heal and it hurts when it gets cold. Thanks guys. Link, I hope you're all healed up properly. Rhett, keep on growing out that hair, boy. Hi Red Link, this is Shane from Alvin, Texas. Uh, listening to the most recent podcast and I'd like to think that I'm in the 90th percentile of Whistlers. Allow me to give you the Kill Bill theme song. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks. I hope I am the first to say congratulations on your streamy show of the year award. I'm kind of embarrassed to say I only found y'all in 2019, but since then y'all have become by far my favorite YouTubers ever, ever. Love you guys. Congratulations.